Productions. The all-new Sprinter from Mercedes-Benz invites you to get this with Tony Martin and yes, Mick Malloy. Ed, as I understand it, Mick has a lot of Kim Jong-il style doubles running around the country <laughs> doing interviews for him. <laughs> That's right, I'm a moving target. <laughs> hey, we've got the real one though. Yeah. yeah, happy to be here. You know Kim Jong-il, you know his karaoke song is Take the Pressure Down? Is there real? <laughs> Take the pressure down. <laughs> I can feel it. Well, yeah, That's it. That's what he loves. We want a full verse chorus of that from you today because you're in Boytown. Good Lord. And are our listeners in a band? Mm. Could mm. they have been in a dodgy band Slightly at some point? Please. Please don't call Brian Cannon. Uh, that's what we want to know. And we've dug up an old celebrity sex video from 10 years ago yeah, starring. involving Mick Malloy. An old oh, one, because there's a new one out. Oh, this one's for real. <laughs> it's for real. And uh, some names in it that I don't even remember. Excellent. And one person who's now dead. Ah. It's all coming <laughs> Unrelated. up. Unrelated. On Get This, all around the nation. This has been our object for decades. Now that we've arrived, people want to say, this is a problem, this is a problem, this is a problem, this is a problem, this is a problem. 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 This is a problem I would like to have. That's you two, Everlasting Love here at Get This. If it was Everlasting Brackets Love, it would be a song from Boytown. Let's have a round of applause for Mick Malloy. Thank you very much. Mick, you know the team, Ed Cavalier. You've seen him in the ad breaks. I have. Richard Marsland of Wikipedia Vandalism fame. Richard Marles Brando. <laughs> As I understand, what is going on? <laughs> now, Richard used to panel Tough Love, didn't Correct. he? Not, That's in, right. In the oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Mm. What yeah. happened? Was there trouble? Ah, uh, there was trouble. Yes. <laughs> uh, eventually, we had to force him to put some pants on. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. getting ugly. Didn't come out in the contract negotiation. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you didn't have a nickname though in those days. Not in those days. No. no. Oh, Big poof came oh, up with yeah, it. Hey, you big poof. That's no, just what are you doing? It's just in the corridors. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but no, he's all over the internet and uh, over 700 nicknames. Mm. Get in this morning. It's all been cleaned up. What's happened? Someone's got onto Wikipedia and deleted them all. Well, thank you. Know. There were thousands of new ones over the weekend. Like, it's like the entire nation just got <laughs> in on it. Yeah. Well, who would do that? It's the Wikipedia police. What is that? <laughs> I think we're looking at who would do that. Yes. No, Mars Lando Calrissian himself. <laughs> Mars Lando Bloom, please get it right. Spandau Marsland. <laughs> Where did that come from? Ann Wills's bitch. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that's actually true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. not a nickname. That's a statement of fact. Oh. Not a nickname. Now, Mick, are you, are you in Adelaide today? I'm in Adelaide after this show, my show. I get on a plane and go straight to Adelaide. So uh, well, in the my island, lap of Australia is nearly done. But See... The Anne Will show isn't on in Adelaide anymore. No, it's not. Richard Marsden was a sidekick for a few years. I, well, I met you on... Whose show, TV show was it? That, that's the one. Uh, yeah. AM Adelaide. Uh, we were talking about Cracker Jack. And I remember distinctly, uh, there was a lady modelling corsets in the segment before us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I said, corsets are back, Mick. And you said, not on my watch. Hey! <laughs> uh, even then I had it. It's good to be back in the studio, which I believe has just been classified by the National Trust. <laughs> Studio 2, congratulations. It's great news. It's a haunted old studio, this one. Be careful. A tough love team will not even come in here. No, that's Won't it. even walk through the door. Uh, what have you been doing? I mean... You, well, what got, haven't I been doing? Well, you've done every show, and yeah. now there's a bit of a suit happening. What's going on here? I'm going on Catalyst. <laughs> Catalyst is about the only show I have not been on. No, uh, after Tough Love today, I'm going to be inter interviewed by Kerry O'Brien for really? the 7.30 report. Well, how does... 
would he talk about boy towns? Oh, no, no, I'm being investigated. Oh, okay, <laughs> so, something entirely different. Film funding problems. Uh, um, no, yeah, I don't know. We're just going to go out there, uh, have a yak, and, mm. um, you know... Hopefully, I'll end up in Visard style trouble. I don't know what he's what he's. Maybe it's a setup. Maybe it is a sting. Yeah, come in. We'll talk about Boytown, and that'll be something to do with my well, my little Malloy boy head office in the Cayman Islands or something like that. Yeah, somehow involved in the wheat board. Right. You and Trevor Flugie. Uh, do you hear the egg board's in it now? <laughs> the egg board are being investigated. Yeah, there was some... Because tr- we used to joke about it. Oh, the wheat board, those dirty buggers. This had never happened at the egg board. And then about a month ago, now the egg board have been... I don't know. They've been selling something as double yokers and they're clearly not. Or... Oh, did you hear this? This was a story that came out last week, is that there's going to be a crackdown on muck-up day and one of the things they're doing is going to ban... The selling of eggs <laughs> on, during, on, on Muck Up Day. On Muck Up Day. That's right. You are joking. But that's part of tradition, oh, though. Oh, come on. We'll just get a black market going. <laughs> we'll sell them out the back of a truck. That's a good idea. The egg board. The egg board. Blame it on the floogie. That's what we do on the show. <laughs> wow, so you're going on the 7.30 report. You were on Australian Idol last I was week. on Australian Idol, which yeah. is fantastic. Let me tell you, that's not a show you can do with a hangover. No. Because those screaming girls. I was going to say, that <laughs> oh, you were right in the mix. I saw that. And you were man. right in the thick of a really big throng of screaming, you know, like teenagers. Mm, yeah, for a not, change. It's <laughs> <laughs> no, it's quite quite uh, bewildering. It's like a pressure cooker of young screaming girls. And it doesn't matter how many of them are screaming at you, though. Wouldn't wake up Bob Franklin. What was going on there? <laughs> Bob, look, he, he's got a problem with the judges on that show. Oh, yeah. Because he's auditioned a couple of times, obviously, oh, and, and never got very far. You know what he's like. He's he's a, he's a sing and dance man from way back. <laughs> he's a sing and dance man. Oh, he did that during takes on our show. Yeah. Just sat there with his head in his hands. Come on, Bob, fire up. <laughs> but obviously, has he been labelled a mong by Kyle? Is that what the problem well, is? Well, I have no idea. It's a compliment, I'm guessing. <laughs> I've been on every show. I, you would have seen a bit of us if you're watching the telly. Yeah. Did you see me on Sunrise? No. I was on Sunrise with Mel and Koshy, and it was the night after our opening, and I was, Go, Koshy, where are you going, mate? <laughs> How did you go? I, I can't, have no rec- re- recollection. All I remember at the end of the interview is saying to looking Mel and Koshy and going, well, thanks for coming. <laughs> thanks for coming. <laughs> I have thanks no idea. I was just on their set. Have you been on the other one, the robot, Carl Stefanovic? Yeah. Have I haven't been on that. What's he doing? He's on Today's Show with Jessica Rowe. Rowe and Robot in the morning. I'm not allowed near them. Why? Well, because there's some speculation it may be my child. Oh. Is that right? No, I've, I've checked the dates and it's yeah. not with... I've, I've, I've checked the dates and it does work out. Oh, I, I'm demanding yeah. DNA tests. Fair uh, enough. Um, so I can't go near it. I actually met her. She's a really nice woman. Yeah. 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 He is a robot. And are you going to be in intimate conversation with Carl oh, Stefanovic? With the soft light. Yeah. What happens nice. there? Oh, that's well, when... when Jessica got pregnant and then there was an intimate conversation between them, and it yeah. was just the, basically the Today Show without throwing to the weather in soft light. Yeah. Crikey. They hadn't had a conversation until <laughs> that point, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, we are gonna, here's what we're going to do today, Mick. What? Firstly, we're going to find out if our listeners have been in a dodgy band. Sure, well, that's a great topic. I'm sure the, the phones will blow up. And, of course, you know, in case people don't know if they haven't heard, Boytown, it's about a boy band from the 80s. They get back together, possibly ill-advised. Mm. And is there a lot of that going on at the moment? Is Take That coming back or something? Take That, uh, Robbie Williams is looking to reform. And how about this? Get this. Uh, new Kids on the Block. 
I'm oh, you are good. joking! Which will look possibly as bad as the film because <laughs> you got it. They are, they are our age, and they are some bald dudes. I've seen, I've seen some of them recently. And, and they've got problems because their show. If you get out the Hanging Tough tour, yeah. you'll find it was quite energetic. It was. It's still like Westlife and just do the box step for an hour and a half. <laughs> they, they used to pull the finger out and go like the clappers. This mob, there's going to be a Mikey unit on standby if you, you kids on the block get back together. Was that Donnie Wahlberg? Yeah, yeah, Donnie yeah. Wahlberg. He was, he was the mean one. He was the, the tougher one he was the toughest. Than, the, than the others. But he's now like a beefy cop on one of those shows, isn't sure. he? How is that going to work? Yeah, well, the roadie will be delivering him donuts. <laughs> You kids on the block coming back. Gary Newman is back in the headlines. How? He was in the paper over the weekend talking about uh, the trauma of going through IVF with his wife. And uh, I know, you're thinking, a wife? (laughs) (laughs) That can't be right. But listen to this quote. This is a word-for-word quote from Gary Newman. When I was at school, I thought all you had to do was look at a girl and you get her pregnant. So when we decided to try for kids, I expected to have a couple of shags and bingo job done. Yeah, is that is. the Gary Newman we remember recalling from lava lamps and being startled by pyramids? I'd love to see his letter to Penthouse. I had a couple of shags and bing bang, job done. I thought it happened to me, but could that be his new album? A couple of shags and bingo, job done. Ah, isn't that a sound? Isn't that a sound? He puts this on when he makes love. Yeah. Can you get rid of that, please? It's got to be a fair warning. You know, the contract states there's got to be fair warning when any Gary Newman's going to get blasted out. And how's the way there was just a default David Bowie voice as well? There was. Ziggy, please get up. See, it was David Bowie. You've got to have the Ziggy, please get up. And then you've got to be prepared to go, one like the wind. There's such a variation there. As long as you're prepared for that. We're prepared for a show, are we? How many minutes over are we already? Alright. Eight minutes over! You guys are crazy. It's this and that's Evermore with running uh, around the nation. We've got Mick Malloy with us. Present. And we are running a little late. No, I don't think it's a little late, uh, but uh, the old adage, uh, better late than never, uh, even if it is late. Yeah. Uh, I don't accept that, but anyway, uh, uh, the important thing is the merit of it. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Now we're running even later. Mm. Uh, do you think John Howard has doubles like Kim Jong-il going around? Oh, you'd love to think so, wouldn't you? <laughs> Who would that be? Even dwarfs. <laughs> Grumpy. Grumpy Snoozy. <laughs> we have, because uh, I, I think that's a great idea, because Kim Jong-il has the doubles, not because sure. he thinks he's going to be shot, mm. just to open a tractor factory if he can't be bothered <laughs> going. <laughs> can't, be <everywhere. laughs> can't be everywhere. But do you reckon they're using sometimes on the news, they're using the doubles? I reckon, no, Tone, I reckon it's now that they've said that he's got doubles, yeah. you're just looking at them and going, oh, that's mm. got to be a double. You're and thinking he, about it too much. And yeah. he has the platform shoes. And have you noticed that uh, the photo that was in all the papers last week, yeah. the really staged photo of him with the tough-looking guys, Always. they've obviously found the two shortest guys in the North <laughs> Korean <laughs> Army to stand Always. next to him in the front row. He looks like a Korean Elton John. <laughs> he's spending too much time on those frames, <laughs> you know? What's he up to? <laughs> in the paper today, there's <laughs> always some Kim Jong-il news. I love it. Oh, look, there's a bloke, uh, I don't know if you've seen, it's a column in a Melbourne newspaper, the Herald Sun, uh, by a man called Andrew Bolt. I think the column's called Darky Go Home. Oh, yes. And he's got a picture uh, taken from the sky, which you might have seen in a few papers of uh, Korea. And there's South Korea. Mm. Lights are go-go. Ooh, it's all light. South Korea. North Korea, no lights on at all, uh, except one, which is presumably at Kim Jong-il's house. <laughs> where he, and that's a clap-on. <laughs> 
That's what Kim Jong-il does. Thank <laughs> you, time. Mick. Finally. And then the, one of the doubles will countermand him and be shot. <laughs> and he's just up all night watching uh, old Hollywood musicals, apparently. That's right. I hope he doesn't... Apparently he, he kidnaps movie stars yes! that he likes. Yeah. And he goes, oh, I like that. I like that film. So I'm trying... I hope he doesn't like Boytown. <laughs> I'll be popped into a boot. No, send Bob Franklin. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Kim Jong Il. <laughs> this World Cup on tonight. Yes, you can't, can't kidnap me. I'm playing in soccer semi finals this weekend. <laughs> but uh, Von Bolt is showing this photograph yes. to make the point that, uh, you know, obviously everything's fine in South Korea, but up north, where they're spending millions on nuclear explosions, people are, quote, Eating bark off the trees. I can't, so true. I can't accept that. What are they doing? Like gnawing them like a yeah c- a cob corn. What are you going? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're doing. What <laughs> kind of madness is that? I don't know, but you know, th- isn't there other things you try and eat like around the place before you start trying to get into the bark? Oh, you'd be seen in a paddock grazing like a sheep before <laughs> you lowered your colours by gnawing bark. <laughs> The national dish. Why are you know? Why <laughs> if you go to a Korean restaurant, just hand you a potted plant. It's just Off a, you go. It's a nursery. <laughs> yourself out. People standing around trees with serviettes, going, "Bring me something more deciduous." <laughs> number forty-two. Number forty-two. Your deciduous tree is ready. <laughs> you have to give them twenty years' notice. <laughs> but you know, why isn't Balti saluting the North Koreans for switching? They eat the toothpicks. <laughs> Sorry. The lights off. I mean, that's so many less of those. Uh, black balloons that are released from our appliances every time we leave them on. Have you seen those ads? Save. Well, apparently it's black balloons represent uh, the hydrofluorocarbons that are released right. by leaving light switches on. See, they're saving heaps on black balloons okay, in North Korea. Okay, Korea's, North Korea's black, but what's going on in South Korea? That's having a Mardi Gras or something. Town. Look at that. That is party town right there. <laughs> It'd be complaining about the noise in South Korea. <laughs> uh, I'm looking for bombshells in the news, and it has to be said there's not a lot today. Ah, uh, it's a dud. So let's get into the, bom- the bombshell time tunnel, if mm. we want, and go back ten years. Mm. I've been receiving uh, odd emails from people wanting old Martin Malloy sketches. Oh, yes. This bloke, uh, Gerard Gerstner Stevens, wants to play something where we had Bill Clinton ringing a sex line. Now, Bill Clinton, he was the president, wasn't he, in those days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't find it. That wasn't a sketch, that was actually a transcript. It (laughs) probably was, from real life. The trouble is that the Martin Malloy archives are in such a... They're like, have you seen the final shot from uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark? It's <laughs> yeah. pretty much what our archives look like. Right. I was down there trying to find something, and what I did find is a tape marked Mick Malloy Celebrity Sex Video. Gee, I, that's not ringing any bells for me. This is from 10 years ago. So some of the celebrities in it... One, there's one who's now dead. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a bit sad. It, it is. And there's one who I can't even remember who she was. Oh, that's sad. Hasn't stood the test of time. It's pretty fruity. Let's find out what Mick was up to 10 years ago. Where is All right, hang on a sec. Okay, is that on? Check, one, two. All right, we're in business. All right, a bit of shush show. Now, before we hop into the rumpty pumpty, just a quick roll call to make sure everyone's here. Blakeney Twins. Present. Rebecca Emiloglu. Here. Girls from Aerobics, Oz Style. All here. Franca Arena. Present. Henry. <laughs> the two fat ladies. Present and accounted for. One Wilderness Society Koala Bear. <laughs> and finally, sir, you are... The Pleasure Machine. Ah, Jimbo, welcome aboard. Didn't recognise you in the Batman costume. Right. So everybody's here except... 
Ah, uh, Rodney. You're late, but at least you remembered your hard hat. Okay, now here's the deal. I want you all to go hard but fair. Blakeney Twins, you're starting on the bench. Oh. Ah, cut that out. And you lot up the back, it may be hard to get close to the action, but when I swing over on the trapeze, see if you can't slap me on the bot-bot. And remember, if the camera can't see my ghoulies, my ghoulies, ghoulies can't, can't see, see the, the camera. camera. Now, where's my bike? Good. Now, before I hop on, Franka, could you just whack on some sexy mood music? Oh, what? Oh, turn that rubbish. Look, I'll do it myself. <laughs> You're right. Like, that's going to get the juices flowing. Hot potato, hot potato. All right, release the geese. And action. Baby. Look at me, look at me. Tell me what is wrong with this picture. Um, you're a grown man wearing a nappy? No. Uh, you've lost the heel on one of your stilettos? No. Um, then what? Well, unless I'm mistaken, that little fella over there nibbling cheese should be rummaging around my rectum. Ah, rats! Ah! <laughs> hey, now we're cooking music! Oh, yeah, this is great, fun, isn't it? Oh, yes, and don't forget you're all invited Thursday night down at the CIB. Great, now go to the wide shot, Sarge. Oh, baby! <laughs> oh, thank you, Rodney. Rodney. Rummaging around. Oh, yeah, that was... <laughs> That was a classy little piece, wasn't it? Who was Frank Arena? I'm trying to remember. Didn't, wasn't she a politician? Didn't she get a... Get a... Like, win some kind of seat... <laughs> I don't know. She won't know who Frank or Arena is. Give us a oi. And sadly, one of the two fat ladies no longer with yes. us. <laughs> That's right. Um, and sadly, both the Blakeney twins still are. <laughs> there you go. Who are the Blakeney twins? Dance, how old is this man? 14. He's 14. <laughs> the Blakeney twins used to be on Wombat. <laughs> <laughs> they were on Wombat, which was a very prestigious show, and they had a couple of singles. One of them had a wonky lip. Okay. One was slightly better looking than the other. All right. And now? And so, now? so you could always pick one of them. I don't know where they are now. Probably in a police witness protection scheme. I, I am amazed there was no cameo from Laurie Oaks in that. Uh, well, do you know what? I met Laurie Oaks recently. Oh, how was that? I, I was a bit tense because, as you know, over the yes. time he's been my go-to man mm. if I need a joke about a chin. <laughs> um, but I, he was really nice. And you want to... I think he listens to our shows. Oh, really? You want to bear that in mind. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> we reckon he may have been... time bone. you've got a joke that needs a large man on a bicycle or something <laughs> like that. We'll move on to... Uh, a very good bloke. Somebody else. But... Uh, oh, no, I don't think he minds. And I said, I said, I can do it. Because yeah. I have chins. Oh, Do you know what I mean? So I'm in the club. We'll just move on to you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, we reckon he's been boned. He wasn't on Sunday last week and wasn't on again yesterday. Have they redone Sunday? Is it all hit Yeah, no, nah, but he was on the redone version when it first started. With a mohawk. Gee, it's a big job to Jack bone, Larry. Sorry, <laughs> we're already going back in again. Let's see, if you know what's happened to Laurie Oaks, give us a call. It'll be a giant boning. It'll be a dinosaur boning. <laughs> it's a four-man boning. 
We're uh, talking boy town, of course. We've done very little of that. I think that's, that's uh, all right. We've got to catch up on Hey, that. I've been doing all that. I'm sick of it. Hey. I've been on a... Oh, how, what is she doing? What's what's Nikki doing? Is she showing you how long you're on? She's telling us how many fingers we've already spoken she, for. No, I mean, she's about to run out. <laughs> we need a second person. <laughs> we need Katie to come back. We need Katie to come back from Albury. Yeah. We've lost Katie from the phone. I know, we have too. Isn't that terrible? It's a very sad loss, mm. uh, but I believe Anna is doing a very good job. Anna's up to scratch, definitely. Is she listening? Yeah. And, uh, uh, there it is. We're going to find out who's been... She's on the phone talking to her mates. <laughs> here's the phone. Here's what happened. Yeah. You, you know my mum, of course. Yeah. Oh, face. yes. Love, loves Tony, one of her favourites. And uh, I was, how's Tony? Michael, we never see Tony anymore. I was too busy, you lot. And anyway... I'll send some on. laundry round just to make her feel at home. But you know what my mum's like, you know. Yes. She, she just loves a yak. Anyway... We needed someone in our office to answer the phones, and she seriously said this, well, why don't I do it, Michael? Why don't I come oh. in and answer the phones? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, there's a business about to go bankrupt. <laughs> Every, average length of phone call, two and a half friggin' hours, pie face. How would she go on the phones for the show? Oh, good. You, you wouldn't, wouldn't get anything. <laughs> You're going to get breaks along. One person would call up and they'd just be, yes, no, I am eating properly. I have rugged up warm. Well, where do you live? I'll come around and do your washing. Uh, we want to get people to call in to tell us if, like the members of Boytown, you were once in a dodgy band. Oh. That'll be coming up next. Get this. It's easy to sound hairy-chested, but does it help solve the problem one bit? No, it simply adds fuel to the fire. For the next big thing from Mercedes-Benz, the all-new Printer. It's Get This Around the Nation on Triple M or KOFM if you're listening in Newcastle. Mick Malloy is with us from Tough Love, of course, mm. and Boytown, a new film starting finally this Thursday, is it not? Oh, I hope so. Otherwise, we've gone too early on the publicity. <laughs> Absolutely knackered. Not only a movie, but a fine soundtrack album. No, you're very kind. Oh, look, and, and uh, Gareth Skinner has done the songs. He has done a good job. Hasn't he, he really captured the sound of those 80s? Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> yes, he uh, spent a bit of time listening to boy band music, as we all did. It was too... We went in too deep, I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> I got... I was, one night, I was... The research for this film was incredible. I, one day, I was sitting in my... Uh, front room watching footy with about eight of my mates. Yeah. With about eight of my mates. And all of a sudden I went very, very quiet. Right. And I look on the coffee table and there's my copy of Backstreet Boys Access All Areas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, guys, wait. Come back. I'm researching a film. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of those songs, though, would have come up on the... Have you been following the Essential Countdown? That, uh, it's even uh, running on KO. Uh, look, look, the Essential Countdown uh, was up and running. I tuned in, copped Cherry Pie. <laughs> <laughs> Cherry Pie! <laughs> and I went, you got me, you hooked me I'm with one song. Warrant. Is, oh, Warrant! Yeah, Warrant. Great film. Cherry Pie! Rock on! <laughs> was that the two blonde blokes <laughs> and that was yeah. Poison? No, no, no. There were some blonde dudes in Warrant. Yeah. 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 Amazing film clip. Who was Wasp? Oh, I'm sure we never would have played mm. Wasp on this Wasp? Day. What was that? <laughs> they were there. They were hanging out with Saxon. <laughs> <laughs> You know too much about this essential countdown, I reckon. Well, it's because a lot of the songs have been coming up, and we had a Nick Kershaw festival on oh, this show. Man. And listen to this. Kieran has said, I'm greatly offended by Get This playing an MP3 of Nick Kershaw's I Won't Let the Sun oh. Go Down on Me This Morning. Clearly, we loyal listeners and Kershaw aficionados deserve nothing less than pristine CD audio. What does that mean? Does that mean like we were playing a, a thinned-out version? Because I'm just going, no, that's just the natural sound of Nick Kershaw. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> that's right. The pointy sounds. No, I, maybe they're right. 
Yeah. Maybe we need to get like a digitally remastered CD right. and crank it out in the you know the proper fashion. Maybe we should get serious about playing Nick Kershaw. I, I think we should. <laughs> What's I love your problem it? here? Especially as his new album is called "Quote You've Got to Laugh." His Man. new album. His new album. Kershaw has a new album. And it's called You've Got to Laugh. And we'll be featuring it heavily on this program. That will be album of the week. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. Once we've finished thrashing the Boytown gear. But what have you prepared for us today, Ed, by way of music? Just sort of classic kind of guitar-based scream rock. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. Just I'm just keeping it simple for Monday. Two, Ooh. three, four. <laughs> huh. Is there vocals? Will you be singing? Of sorts. It's better not be an MP3. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we'll be in trouble. Oh, yes, that's the chisels here at Get This Around the Nation. Uh, Mick Malloy is sitting in today. We had uh, Santa Chalaro in recently. Yeah, uh, yes. Snato as we call him. Uh, he's in the latest podcast, which is up there, finally some Snato content. Yep. Mm. And we've had so many people calling in wanting us to put on the podcast or the website his songs. You know those songs uh, he used to do his Gino? Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, he was uh, uh, very good. We can't use them, though. We can't put them up there because they've got, like, real Midnight Oil music and stuff in them, mm. so we can't do that. Sorry mm. about that. Snatter Garrow buffs. Uh, they've also requested something called Fluffy Dice. Would he have done a song called Fluffy Dice <laughs> to the tune of Edelweiss? <laughs> Says Simon, I'm sure he would have. We'll try and get that out for the next time he comes in. But let's talk about people's ancient musical past on Talkback Mountain. <laughs> Remix. Boytown comes out this Thursday. It's a band from the 80s getting back together. So many are doing it now. I know. It's it's all the rage, Tony. Have a look at your Pokies venue ads and you'll find any (laughs) number of bands back on the road. But uh, I'm wondering, do you think any of our listeners were in a dodgy band? They must have been. They must have. I was temporarily. Where where were you? Well, one night down at the Portsea Hotel, uh, there was a cover band on. And I'd add a couple, Tony. <laughs> had you really? When I say a couple, 72. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, that makes yeah. you musical. <laughs> yeah. Well, it does. And uh, next thing you know, I was on stage with the lead singer uh, during Run to Paradise. Uh. <laughs> hold your hands up. Hold your hands up. <laughs> uh, thinking I was killing him. No, that was. was number nine. The Choir Boys' Run to Paradise was number nine on Triple M's uh, 500 Greatest Songs of the 80s. I hope you haven't given away the Essential Countdown. Oh, no, that's different. That was before. Good that was, Lord. That's completely different. Because I'll bet you it's up there. To the Essential Countdown. There'd be some noise works in there. Oh, mm. yeah. But you used to work uh, at the old 21st Century Dance Club. I did indeed. What's I, that? I used to... Uh, it was the Pier Hotel, which became the 21st Century Dance Club, you idiot. <laughs> and bef- as the Pier Hotel, it was one of the biggest live rock bands in, oh, Australia. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. in Australia. And I saw many bands, good, bad. I saw Red Gum once. I tell you, I saw Red Gum. <laughs> and uh, the whole audience was sitting cross-legged on the floor. Oh, that's not oh, right. Well, yeah. it was a bad move down at, <laughs> down at the Pier Hotel. Because <laughs> uh, those squares of carpet had a life of their own. <laughs> Stuck to their asses. What was that about? Oh, that's just the red gum crowd. That's the red gum crowd. What did you do there? I worked bar. Hey. Yeah. I thought you might have been a bouncer. Well, I did work on the front door for a while. Um, turning away riffraff. <laughs> <laughs> turning away all my friends. <laughs> there was a very, uh, well, there's, would you call it a mugshot? You've got a fantastic photo of yourself. Uh, from the PA Hotel? Yeah, from some sort of fight that you were in. Oh, you yeah, know, no, that was a victims of crime compensation <laughs> <laughs> photo. 
Really? Um, Were you the victim? Well, it depends who you talk to. <laughs> <laughs> I was the one who got my photograph taken. Um, look, at no, no one was the winner on that occasion. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not sure I'm still allowed to talk about it. Because well, I tried to get the rights to that photo sure. to have a blow-up of it in your flat. In, That's uh, right. in bad eggs, right. and the cops wouldn't give me the rights. Oh, really? <laughs> it's like, no, 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 we're saving that for our coffee table hey, book. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I, I wanted it for a billboard. <laughs> Well, I needed something to follow up the derp shot. And I thought, that's a good... So I remember it as being a very good look. There's split lips and black eyes and big cauliflower ear. It'd be a great promotion for Tough Love. That would be a fantastic look. That that billboard, Nick, when Tough Love first came back on and yes. you were lying lying down very alluringly in your underpants, yes. I had a friend that lived uh, in a house in Sydney and mm. that billboard went up across the road. <laughs> and she said every morning, if, if, when, she'd, when she'd lie down she'd, and she'd pick her head up off her pillow and look straight out her window and you were just there smiling uh, back at her. And she tampered with herself. That's <laughs> Tampered. That's a good point. Well, I remember uh, Glenn Robbins rang up our show once and said he, he complained because one of, they put one of those billboards up near a school and he said, you have to slow down to 40 kilometres when, when you're passing the school. So people had to slow down and endure this thing. The worst one was, have I, told, I don't know if I've told you this story before, when I was in a Sydney hotel, yeah. I was uh, going okay with a young lady. Right. I was single at the time, of course. We thought, well, why don't we get out of here? We go downstairs into the foyer and I, I flag a cab and on the roof of the cab is one of those ads that, that has me lying down in my underpants. <laughs> <laughs> she got in and it went off with tyres screeching. It was left standing on the side of the road. That's an alarming flash forward for that woman. Mind That's you, a hey, true story, I'm sad to say. You mentioned uh, Glenn Robbins, but he's sure. derped up. I mean, how many times has he been nude on the telly? No, you remember man. he was in the Troy Dan G Street yeah. one night on Russell Coy. It's in his contract. It's in his contract. He has to do a scene in his derps. And he's in Boytown in the underpants. He's got a derp scene. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, one of the better ones, I think. It's alarming. But look, we're talking about were you in a dodgy band? I don't think I've ever been in a dodgy band. Certainly in sketches, I've been in a dodgy band. <laughs> Who did you play in five in a row? You uh, blacked up to play some... Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, not only was it blacked up, making it offensive enough, I was also in drag. I was playing... <laughs> for some reason, I was playing Vanetta Fields. <laughs> Vanetta Fields, who was backup singing for the Little River Band, wasn't it? <laughs> for John Farnham. There's no excuse. It's indefensible. It was the 80s. It was an earlier time. Oh Pop that on your website, <laughs> could you? It's a disgrace. That is it. I guess that's as dodgy. I, I know I've put on. For I know sketch comedy demands that you do things like this, but the number of times I've been in a Devo hat, it's just too many times. Well, I've played one of the Hunter Brothers. Of oh course. yes, you have. I've played one of the. One I'm of the sure Hunter you must have played Richard Clapton at some point. Oh, I'd love to. <laughs> Have you ever been in a dodgy band, Ed? Surely not. No, I've never been in a dodgy band. Uh, I, actually, no, in a, in a, in a show uh, once that we did, we were in a Russian boy band called Communist. Uh, we had a song called Glasnost Girl, which brought the house down. <laughs> <laughs> um, Glasnost Girl? Oh, it was, it was brilliant. Yeah. It was brilliant. But uh, whenever you're mere, there's nothing to fear. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. Good Lord. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway. But I had a dodgy enough for your time? It's getting dodgy. I had a cousin that was in a, uh, a Christian punk band called the Dorito Brothers. <laughs> what did they close with? 
Oh, they sent me about a purple Monaro. Like they had, they were two. <laughs> oh, that's of, from the New Testament. They were two sort of waspy dudes, but they had the you know the fake mustaches and the Italian accents going, playing Christian wow. punk. <laughs> wow, Marslin, surely come oh, on. God, where do we? Marslin needs guitars. <laughs> for Charlene Five Thousand, I was tarting it around with a few bands, and I came to the agreement that I shouldn't be playing drums for them. No. Uh, but does a choir count? Yes. Yeah, sure. Is that okay? Just, yeah. just a school choir? Yeah. Uh, Companions on the Journey was one of the songs that we sang. <laughs> but surely you could close with Run to Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> and the rock version of the Lord's Prayer. Job done. Companions oh, yeah. on the Journey to getting bashed up. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, let's not forget that uh, Richard Marsden, uh, according to the Internet Movie Database, mm. uh, appeared in an t- Australian telly movie in 1990 playing... Class wag. Hell yes. <laughs> you're in Boytown, Rich. That's right. I'm standing behind Gary Egg. No, you're you're uh, what's your character? You're like executive of some sort. He doesn't have any lights. Mm. Yeah, no, no, no. He, he did. <laughs> yeah. What happened there, Mick? Well, you know, we'll have to wait for the DVD. I'm guessing for deleted scene or name? deleted line. It was Max, wasn't it? It was Max. 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 Yes, what was your line, Rich? Um, it was. Oh no, I just had to say something before Gary put me into a headlock. That's right. Yeah, yeah. What did you say? Start a sentence. I just said shifting a few units, and then. Ah, ah that's not bad. Pretty good ad lib, Rich. <laughs> I was told to base my character on a young radio company executive who used to work here as well. All right, that's uh, enough. Right, that's enough. <laughs> Quiet. Okay. Oh, you mean <laughs> yes? Oh, that guy. Ah, yeah. uh, yes. <laughs> He had traction and sizzle, that guy. So <laughs> He's no longer with us. So much uh, I've, I have sung live on stage in a sailor suit. <laughs> no, nothing like a dame from South Pacific. In what circumstances? A school assembly, it was. And it wasn't, wasn't uh, actually sanctioned at the time. <laughs> it was an outbreak of musical theatre. So, Mick, they read out the sports awards. That's it. And I, a spot, the lights went down. Poof, one bang. spotlight. I was on. M. Malloy. We got some light on the sand. We got light on the seas. We got mangoes and bananas we can pick right off the trees. We got volleyball and ping pong and a lot of dandy games. What ain't we got? We ain't got dames. Oh, <laughs> fantastic. And I'm um, quite happy with that. And that was the kind of school you went to. That was it. Sailor suits <laughs> and musical light operetta. There was always just spontaneous <laughs> outbreaks of musical theatre. It was a tough old school. <laughs> we need to hear if you were in a dodgy band. As you've heard, the bar is pretty low. <laughs> they don't have to have been famous or nothing. Look, it's one triple one triple three five three is the number. You're sounding a bit down today. Ed. What is your what's, what's going on? I don't know. My voice is gone. I had a I had like I had a late nights on the weekend. Yeah. Not like beaten. What's a late night for you? About eight thirty. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, if I'm not if I look, if I'm not home in time for the bill, then I know I've I know I've, You've over, gone I've, too I've far. overdone it. You know yeah. what I mean? If I miss the first two games of Hot Dogs up late game show, I'm very upset. No, I, I party, Mick. I know how to party. No? I'm down. But I'm you haven't down. done you have you done your vocal warm ups this morning? You're listening to Triple M Give us a call. Tell us about your dodgy band. Don't call Brian Adams. <laughs> Turn that line off. One triple three five three. That's Outcast. Hey, yeah, around the nation on Get This. Hello. That is Boytown from the eighties period. We've got uh, Mick Malloy. He was in Boytown for a few years. You know, you've had a great day. You know, you when you put rider on your passport, yes, and then you sit around one afternoon and you're riding. Uh, we all sit on the itty bitty tough titty committee. <laughs> 
<laughs> and you reckon that's sensational. You go, oh, goal. Send that goal. Into, into APRA. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be in a computer now somewhere. Hey, Mick, there's some great bits of your dancing in, in the film. Sure. Where, where there's a close-up of your good self busting it, so you can sort of see your head and your shoulders. Yes. And then, for some reason, they kind of cut away... I don't understand. ...to a longer shot when you're doing the splits and spinning on the ground. I don't understand. And then when I... you stand back up, they go back up to your face. It's just poorly edited. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> I just want to see the footwork properly. That's yeah. right. nothing suspicious about that. Yeah, yeah. It's, one of, it's one of those things, like, I'm, my dancing is so good, like Elvis Presley, you, you've got to shoot me from the waist up. <laughs> Fair enough. Or then cut away to a wide shot. Yeah. Or it's distracting. That's right. Or, or the girls just go absolutely mental. Hey, I'm on your side. Hey, mm. lots of... cleared that up. The Boytown are not the only band, you know, know, from the past to coming back. We've got so many listeners poised to reform their bands. Who have we got here? Hi, Daniel. Hey, how you going, fellas? I'm great. Which band were you in? Oh, it was about 10 years ago. I was in this freaky death metal band called Nocturnal Grace. Oh, yes. And, um... Yeah, thank you, thank you, yeah. Oh, we were terrible, man. We were absolutely terrible. I wish, I wish we still had the demo tapes of just how bad we were so I could show them to, so people could listen to them and have a good laugh. And were there any <laughs> records at all? No, actually, just some demo tapes of, um, you know, terrible death metal songs with our drummer, Blackthorn. And, Blackthorn? Uh, was, there yeah. that, was the drummer called Blackthorn? Yeah, she legally changed her name to Blackthorn and joined, <laughs> she joined a vampire cult in Ballarat to try to get me to... She wanted me to legally change my name to Barbaris. Like, she was taking this whole... She's taking the whole death metal thing just way too seriously. So ra rather than going to practicing practicing the drums, she was down at Depot getting her name changed. Yeah, yeah. No, she wasn't a very good drummer anyway, so... It's, uh, and what happened, what happened to Nocturnal Grace? Where did they end up? Oh, well, our guitarist did, slept in a grave at a graveyard and, like, the family showed up the next morning to bury said loved one and found this dude in the hole. And um, he got arrested and charged with something. I don't know. You, you, don't, you know what he said? He said, just another five minutes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, after that happened, I just decided, nah, this isn't for me. Thank you, Daniel. I'll be back. We haven't seen the last of Nocturnal Grace. Hey, Sam, how are you? Good, mate. How are you guys? Great. Tell us about your band. Well, uh... Our band was going big and, um, you know, we were all pretty much ready to hit the big time and uh, I had a mate who told me he was a great drummer, he's been doing it for years and I told him I was a great guitarist and I'd been doing it for years and um, so we, we did a rehearsal and um, I found out that he'd never played the drums before and I never played the guitar. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. But you obviously had a name, what was the name? We didn't get that far. So, oh, didn't get that yeah. far. <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, we, we got in there and, the, you know, we never spoke about it again, but we would have been bigger if we knew what we were doing. <laughs> the, the, the only thing I knew was the, the first part of Smoke on the Water, and that wow. was it. So, so yeah. no name, no musical skills, but we know the first bit of Smoke on the Water. That means yeah, pretty much exactly. everyone I know is in a band. Yeah. <laughs> That's the qualifications. You were yeah. so close, Sam. You were I know. so close. Thanks, guys. Not over yet. There's always still time. I can run the rest of Smoke in the Water and hit it big. <laughs> Good luck to you. Thanks, All Sam. Right, thanks, hey, Gavin. Hey, g'day, fellas. How are you? Excellent. Which band were you in? Uh, we had a band in the 80s called the Sleazy Oysters. <laughs> oh, and how far up the ladder did they get? Not very far at all. Um, <laughs> we, uh, what was your genre? What type of music? Yeah, we're talking well, synth. We used to give uh, Don McLean a bit of a run. Uh, <laughs> the Rolling Stones, but there were a hell of a lot of extended mixes of Van Morrison. <laughs> and um, lots and lots of extended mixes. Um, we had a little incident one day. I had the band trailer, and we had a, a picture on the back of it of a girl coming out of an oyster shell with sleazy oysters written across the back of it. Not bad. And um, the local health inspector actually 
actually pulled us up one day and said, is there a chance we could look in your trailer? I see you sell oysters. <laughs> not just any oysters. Sleazy oysters. <laughs> Gavin, you, your time is not over, my friend. Yeah, if I'm going along to see the sleazy oysters, I don't want to hear American pie, though. <laughs> Doesn't sound right. Hey, uh, thank you. Hello, Alistair. Hi, guys. How are you going? Great, man. Tell us about your band. I was in a band in school called Stumpy Mother. Yeah. What was the Stumpy Mother sound? Oh, we were a glam rock band. <laughs> we used to take off Spinal Tap. Oh. Wow. So you took off a, a, a fictional band. That's amazing. Oh, yeah, we'd, dress up in, well, we'd dress up in Lycra leggings and, you know, chainmail singlets and all that sort of stuff. It was great. Where'd fun. you get the chainmail singlet? I, I don't know, to be honest with you. Probably the props department. <laughs> Stumpy Mother, not ringing any bells for me. No. Was there any synthesizer work going on in Stumpy no, Mother? No, not quite, no. We, we, we had heavy lead on the guitar, flash axe, crowbar, and <laughs> Alan, leader of the band. And Alan. <laughs> and were Alan. You, did you ever get to do an encore? No, not too many. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, so what was the big ending? Oh, the big ending was, uh, I think everybody left school and the band just sort of fell apart. Oh, right. And it was every night. That was mm, how the show finished. That's it. <laughs> Pretty much. Every night. Well, you'll have to get together for the school reunion. What about that? <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah. I reckon we got time Stop for one more me. blast on. from the past, Ed. Go on, slip one through. No. Who have you got? Oh, we're done. We've got no one left. We're not allured. allowed to put I... toxic waste to air? No, <laughs> We've got to call them back. I think they're rehearsing at the moment. But I've got a story that a friend of mine told me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She said that she was at a... Uh, she went away to do a camp uh, to sort of help out for, you know, like there's some kids or whatever. Anyway, there was a, a band that was meant to play <laughs> that night, but the band was late. So they said, would you guys please mind doing giving us some entertainment uh, for, for, the, for everybody in the hall? Yeah. That's great. You can't be on stage because we need to set up. Do you mind sitting in the corner? They went, great. So they put on sparkly hats and sparkled up their face and they were called the Sparklets and they were going to have this. They came out <laughs> and neither of them could sing or, and they could play guitar a little bit and halfway through one of their numbers... Mm. In the corner, no one really listening. The, the guy came over and said, Look, I know we asked you to play, but could you please stop? <laughs> oh, stop <laughs> well, that's what we get told at the end of every show. It happened to Noiseworks once. I know that. that, that Hello to any members of the Sparklet Stumpy Mother, the Sleazy Oysters or Nocturnal Grace still listening. Sorry we couldn't put toxic waste to air. Yeah. I know, the note on the screen says, Came last in the Battle of the Bands in Colac. <laughs> it sounds like straight out of the script of Boytown featuring Mick Malloy, Glenn Robbins and many other fine performers. And many yourself, uh, Team Martin. Right, and, uh, Team Martin. And yourself, and, 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 and Martin. <laughs> must be somebody in this room who isn't in Boytown opening this Thursday. Thanks for coming in, Mick. Yeah, good on you guys. Good luck with Kerry O'Brien today. Thank you. Yeah. And, it's an investigative report, I believe. I'm sure he must have thought you were Trevor Flugie. <laughs> I'm sure there's been some confusion. Uh, thanks to everyone who called in and our key phrase today. What was it, Mr Marslin? I think it was bring me something deciduous. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back tomorrow with Robin Hitchcock. He's been in a few bands. And it's all thanks to the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. It's all new and it's bloody beef.